some AA literature to read. Okay. So what I picked, um, it's on page 420, 420. And uh, it's the last two paragraphs on 420. So is someone admitting people, Michael? Well, I'm talking, yeah, thank you. All right, acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just sit and do nothing while waiting for him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever is in front of me to be done and I leave the results up to him. However, it turns out, that's God's will for me. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my acceptance and off my, ex and off my expectations. For my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Amen. That's it. Great. I have a different book. That was page 420. Yeah, 420, fourth edition, I think I got. Uh, I have another edition, but. I heard it, yes. Cool. Thank you. Uh, hello, everybody. Paul. It's one of the uh, one of the many sayings in the community is we're not in the outcome business. So basically, uh, that's completely rooted in the idea of reliance on something greater than the self or the head, so to speak. Yes. So this is one of the things. And of course, you know, disappointments usually in most cases are preceded by expectations. So these are things that the mental state does in its little playground of past and future. Yes. And it just basically I don't know what the intent is, but it's basically, uh, I would, I have a feeling it's about just grabbing attention and interest. Yes. So the head just wants to present what's not happening because in that condition, anything could happen. Yeah. And it hates to be uh, saddled with the fact that there is what's happening, <laughs> which doesn't let everything happen. Yeah. So it, uh, just bypasses that and goes off on stuff. So, of course, we think we look for the result before we look for the, uh, you know, the suiting up and the showing up. We think uh, we have an idea we're doing that because of a result we're looking for, where after a while you realize you're just suiting up and showing up. Yeah. yeah that's one of the things that came when I got into recovery. Obviously, how I saw life was skewed, and uh, I was definitely driven by instant relief. I wanted to feel different than I was feeling, like immediately. I think that's why I uh, advanced to narcotics quickly, because and then using needles, because I could shoot up and I would feel uh, different very, very fast. And uh, so when I came in here, I was into that idea of instant gratification and recovery is a process. 
Yeah, it has a beginning, a middle and an end. And I couldn't stand that. But the fact is that which I not couldn't stand that. So after a while, I was just doing shit for the sake of doing shit. It was great. I was putting up chairs because I was just putting up chairs. And I, after a while, I lost interest in the outcome. Yeah, I was just doing shit. And uh, where before, my whole drive was the outcome. Yeah, I kissed that dealer's ass because I wanted an outcome. And that was to get the drugs as quickly as possible. Yeah, now I just got lost in the uh, process, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So... Uh, many, many, many things, you know, it's sort of, you feel like when you're in the river drowning, you think it's a massive, unrelenting, you know, force that's going in a certain directions, but those rivers can change over time. Yeah. They really can with this way of life. A lot of things that seem to have a deep groove can be filled in and then uh, other tributaries appear yeah and now you we re you react and respond differently than you used to yeah yeah it's uh this is about recovery yeah so not about uh anything other so recovering is not we don't recover from drinking really the physical body let's say does we recover from the underlying causes and conditions that drove us to drink. Yeah. And so that's the target. And some of that stuff to, to have it stopped and turned around takes time. That's why it says don't leave before the miracle happens and trust the process. And in trusting the process, it's not a leap of faith, maybe in the beginning it is, but it it definitely delivers the goods. So after I think the leap of faith is reliance on self tell you the truth. Because it doesn't, it delivers goods, but they're not so good for us. But I think the the program isn't based on a leap of faith. It's based on, you know, observing results based on doing different things. Yeah. And then, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, things get stopped and turned around and changed. And, uh, and it, the funny thing is, you're the better for it not at the expense of others yeah you're the benefit benefit you benefit it and others benefit from it it's pretty it's like a nice win-win yeah yeah so as a complete renewal and rehabilitation of the action figure it's unbelievable really the program of AA. and you know most churches may have two meetings a week you know there's 500 meetings of aa a week here <laughs> i mean the response to the problem has been uh in proportion to the size of the problem yeah we couldn't wait for one meeting a week <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be in jail before tuesday probably <laughs> so we had not we don't have we have meetings around the clock yeah it's just incredible and 24 hour lines you can call. I mean, it's basically uh, the predilection is to drown. So, so there's a lot of lifeguards on, on a call. <laughs> so we're miracles, really, not as an individual, but as an example.
really. We're miracles. I mean, I, I have people get in touch with me who, it doesn't seem at this point in time they can, that they can get it. And it's, it's amazing how much uh, interior decorating you'll do to disguise the elephant in the room. Just a, it's a massive undertaking to keep, to keep that door locked. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's and you just feel like man, it's like that story about the guy had that big bag on his head, and he, the only relief he can entertain is when he gets to the destination and can put it down. So he's he's destined or he's resigned himself for hours of fucking torture walking to Madras with this giant bag on his head. Someone sees that and tells him, hey, listen, there's a train right around the state corner that goes to Madras every hour on the hour. Why don't you take the train? Yeah. So you, the relief that you're hoping for when you get to Madras, you may have some now. So then you think you've done your job and then you go, you know, he goes to the train station. As the train goes by, you see him standing in the train with his bag on the head. <laughs> so you realize you got to get in on the next stop to tell him, hey, bro, you can put the bag down now. <laughs> you and the bag are both on the train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the burden has been lifted already. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I went somewhere yesterday and someone who has gotten in touch with me at times oh, I don't want to go there they may be listening so I better not but yeah this uh I lost the the, the trail of what was read um the idea of basically the problem resides in the mind and a lot of the problems that are made by the mind are made through time. Yes. It plays God, obviously. It plays God in the outcome business. It plays God about your past. It plays God about future. It plays God, the head. Yeah. And one of the most important statements that's not framed as a step in the book to me is quit playing God. You have to, we have to quit playing God. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like, you know, uh, yeah, it's just a simple sentence flat out. It doesn't work. Yeah. Well, let me see the millions of ways it doesn't work. Why? Just get it doesn't work. Yeah. And then you'll recognize the millions of ways when they appear. Yeah. <laughs> that, and you'll have an underlying principle, it doesn't work. So, so you will outgrow the outcome business. You will. Yeah, you will outgrow. You'll just suit up and show up and let go of the results. It's not in order. It's actually an effect that you'll arrive at if you stay in this lifestyle. If you stay in recovery, you're going to arrive at that effect. Yeah, you're going to notice a lot of times that you just suited up and showed up and you weren't, you know, you weren't looking what uh, for what you were going to get out of it. You were just available. The beautiful thing in my experience is a lot of times 
I'm willing to be available. Like someone, they call me and they say, oh, this guy needs to go. Can you come down here at one in the morning? So I go, okay. And I start putting my pants on and then I get a call. Don't worry about it. We took care of it. So I demonstrated the willingness. I got all the creds for that, but I didn't have to do shit. (laughs) So really after a while, it's really just the state of willingness. A lot of times the willing to go to any length may not be any length. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like, uh, life has to be demanding. I don't, I don't think this is a road to martyrdom or, you know, mea culpa's flagellation. I don't, I think it's relief and freedom. So yeah. Good morning. So Thursday morning. Good morning. All right, Carrie, that's it. eh? Now, can you stay out of the outcome business as the head? No way. No way. You lose interest in the head and then you seemingly are out of the outcome business. Who would have thunk there's a principle right at hand? You can notice. Yeah. You as that which is you're being taken for cannot quit playing God. That would be playing God. So that which is playing God, if it tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. Yeah. Self cannot get out of self. The exact nature of the wrong is the act of being identified as self, that which has defeated us through its manifestations. Yeah. That's that. So when you're, if, when you, as that identification as self, tries to quit playing God, that's playing God. When you, as that, tries to have faith in the infinite, that's more faith in the finite self. Because you're based on the fact that you don't have faith in the in- infinite. Who's telling you that? The finite self. What's that? An act of playing God. On this level, with God. Yeah. I mean, dude, don't you see it like the living example of what playing God is like and recognizing you're not doing that? The problem resides in the mental state. It doesn't say the problem resides in you. The fingers, the toes, the knees, you know, the anus, that's maybe a closer thing. Yes, it says in the mental, in the mind. The problem resides in the mind. Where do you call it you in the mind? What's playing God? The mind. Yeah. Who quits playing God? Not mind. You see it as not you. That's quitting playing God. Yeah. So, yes, the head will still play God, but you'll lose interest in it. So when it's worried about an outcome, you'll be recognizing you've you're suiting up and showing up because that's actually what's happening it's not seeing that it's dwelling on an outcome that's not happening yeah that's the difference a life lived from self is based on what's not happening a life lived trusting the infinite is based on what's happening yeah so you're suiting up and showing up yeah that's it Oh, it didn't work out for me. No, that's not it. Suiting up and showing up. Yes. Head goes, bypasses that, just goes to the outcome. Yeah. 
and it usually forecasts the outcome. It says this is going to be great or it's going to suck or whatever. And then usually if you follow through and, rec- and see the outcome, you recognize what was describing the outcome is completely blind to outcomes. It has no fucking idea. It's like one of those people that you go to get your, your future read. They'd, be, they'd close shop in a day. Their forecast would be so bogus after the word got out, no one else would ever show up there. Yeah, they, they, Their little Jane the Psychic would close down by Wednesday. Yeah, But this we listened to for 50 freaking years. It's insane. Oh, this I, I'm living the exact picture my head was forecasting I would be 20 years ago. <laughs> it didn't even forecast I was going to get run over by a car 30 seconds before I got run over by a car. It's blind. It's completely fucking blind. There's no idea what's going on. <laughs> Yet there's a reliance on it. Why do you think we're in a field of anxiety? We're relying on something that's unreliable. I mean, it's just obvious. Yeah. It's not that you're uncomfortable. It's the seat's uncomfortable. So when you sit sit on this in in an uncomfortable seat or chair, you're uncomfortable. But it's not you that's uncomfortable. It's the chair. Yeah, you can change the chair. You can find something that's more comfortable to sit on. <laughs> what? Yeah, you can. <laughs> Why are you taking the blame? Oh, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah, you're sitting on a fucking bed of nails. Of course you're going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> Why don't you get the idea you can get up from it? This, this, The diagnosis is mistaken so freaking much. We keep blaming you know, things would change if the real culprit was picked out in the, uh, you know, when they line the people up in those, in the movies. Yeah. If the real killer got picked out of the thing, there probably wouldn't be any killings for the next week because they'd be, he'd be in jail. Yes. Yeah. But we keep, we keep, you know, putting the blame on shit. Totally. I'll tell you, if you, if you, if the understanding we're attempting to share here brings about a recognition of the exact nature of wrong, there will be relief. There will be relief. You will travel lighter to some extent. Yeah. You will, because you're onto something. There's no leap of faith in this. It's a recognition, clearly, of what has defeated us. Yeah. And so if that which has defeated us is seen, and usually the defeat will d- dim down a little, <laughs> because it's defeating us is based on our identification as it. When that identification gets a little suspect, sort of the defeats aren't as grand as heavy. And after a while, there's long periods of no defeats. Yeah. Because you're on to something. You saw it. You know, 
Remember, well, it was that girl, Susie. She was the problem. So then Tracy comes along. Now it's Tracy was the problem. What's the one constant in all those failed relationships? Me, yeah? I keep blaming, the, I keep looking at the wrong things. Yeah. So this thing blinds us. We're identified as the problem. Yeah. So when it's pontificating about the solution, you shouldn't believe it. I'll tell you, it's false evidence. So we'll just, I'll be here for years if I health permits me and people come to these things because I'm very not motivated by much stuff, but I'm I'm, there's a motivation here of establishing this understanding and making it available to people because I truly believe it's been miraculous in this life. Yeah observing it. And I don't see this life as much different than your life. I don't. I think we're bound by principles and things. And so I'm feeling quite uh, assured that what I am describing is basically the same tyranny that you have been under. Yes. And I'm talking not from the tyranny. I'm talking from relief from the tyranny. Yeah. I don't want a description of the tyranny as that one who's, you know, tyrannized, whatever. I'd like to get it. I'd like to hear from the people that that have found relief. (laughs) Yeah, I would. I know enough of it from underneath the rock. I would like to see the rock from away from it. Yeah. (laughs) So I recognize it's a rock. Yeah. Yeah. So. Happy to be here. Yeah, they all men blend into one thing, one Tuesday, one Thursday. But same, same principle, same invitation. Yes. Yeah. I would change it, but if I think it's the most important thing to see, because if you don't see it, you're looking from it. It's really that contrasting. Yeah. If you don't see that you're not what you're looking from, you'll be looking from it. (laughs) That's just the way it goes. (laughs) So here you go. Nice to see everybody. All right. Thank you, Paul. Um, Does anybody want to comment? Listen, one more thing. Go for it. See? When you come in, everything sounds like an order. So when someone says, don't be in the outcome business, you're like, what the fuck? I mean, I live in the outcome business. <laughs> what are you going to tell me? And then there's the, uh, the, uh, the implied uh, aspect of the disease gets passed on. You think you were the doer of it so you can stop doing it. You're not the doer of the outcome. you know, the obsession with the outcome. You're not the doer of that. The head is doing it. You're not doing it. Yeah. So see, the head is doing it. This is not about stopping being in the outcome. It's admitting the fact that you can't stop going to the outcome. Yeah. And then suddenly you stop, you start stopping going to the outcome. 
Because at that point where you admit you're defeated, you're actually in the act of relying on the infinite. You finally have, it's, it's on, so to speak, yes? The migration is starting to happen. You finally just gave it up. You say, yeah, I'm just super clear I'm not pulling this one off, yeah? And then what happens? It gets pulled off, finally. And then you get the living sense of the principle that we talk about. You feel it, you know? you feel it, you feel surrender. You feel like you've gave it, you've given up the ghost and the ghost isn't you, yeah? And so now you are now going to be used by the new employer, yeah? Not self, self is gonna be pointed out by the new employer while it's using you, yeah? And then when self is pointed out, you bring that shit to step six and seven. It's sort of like at your little office, they have a recycling thing bin. You bring it to the recycling bin. It's not you to decide what kind of kind of outcome you're gonna make out of it. You take it and you put it to that power and let it do its thing, yeah? And it's alchemy, isn't it? It takes shit that has seems to have no value and extracts a lot of value out of it. So who would, you know what I mean? If you were a jeweler and every piece of jewel you saw, you saw nothing, yeah? Call in a new jeweler so, so it can look at your life and see there's huge value there, yes? Let it go over your life instead of the head going over it ad nauseum. Let this higher power go over it and let it decide what's of value and what isn't. Yes? What can be put to use and what what can't be. You'll be surprised as hell because you're thinking certain defects, it's not time for them to go because they're useful. Yeah? It's keeping you in in contact with other suffering people so you're not on your fucking high and mighty pedestal. Yeah? So that everything is now given a purpose. And after a while, you see the divine choreography of shit. You do. Even if it's you're making it up, it's better than the shit your head makes up. I'd much rather make up seeing the divine choreography than fucking a hellscape that's awaiting all of us in the head's little forecast. Yeah? Yeah. So... Yeah, so I really truly believe, and I spent hours of going over my life in the last few years of when I was using and going through every little thing, I found absolutely no value in it, really. I saw my life as a parasite, basically. Yeah, and that's where that's how I entered recovery. And by just following the suggestions, and I, you know, that iron grip I had over that story was fucking loosened. So something I could make a decision to turn it over to something greater than that. And turning it over, it sifted through all that, all those files that I had said dead, 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 and brought a lot of life into my life through. Yes? I mean... My whole recovery is based on a miracle. It's just, it's just been a, a string of miracles, basically. Yeah. 
And I'll tell you, when you turn the miracle over, it doesn't say made in Paul, made by Paul. It doesn't. It, it doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah. I see self as a foreign activity. I do. I see it's it resides in the mind and its residence is very agitated. It doesn't rest. It's movement. Yes, it's movement. It can't rest. When it's rested, it's its seeming appearance gets even more porous. You can see right through it, but by its constant activity, it makes a sense that it's a something, you know, a real powerful something. It's whole idea of peace and shit like that is just more agitation. It doesn't, it's not going to enjoy peace of mind. <laughs> it does, it doesn't, it just, it doesn't, you know, like I have friends that they love Dunkin' Donut coffee. They don't, they don't enjoy a beautiful espresso from Bucking, you know, single origin organic coffee beans. <laughs> <laughs> they don't appreciate it. They don't have the taste for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we just keep pounding away. Yeah. And I, I could ask Anu and Nina, are you traveling lighter? Yes. Yeah. How much, how many calisthenics have you done? How many hours working out did it cost you? How many huge, great lengths you had to leave the bedroom to go to the living room where the Wi-Fi was? I mean, what great lengths have you been called upon? <laughs> you don't even have to put pants on. You don't have to. I don't know what anyone is wearing below the, the belt line. I mean, give, give me a break. You come here for a few years, you feel better when you leave the talks. You know what someone would pay for that? They're in Hawaii and they're not enjoying it and they could go into a, like a, a booth of serenity and sit there for an hour and suddenly feel better about their Hawaiian trip. They'd fucking be going, they'd be lining up for that. Yeah, yeah. We get that we get the taste of lightness every Tuesday and Thursday. Fucking far out. What's it supposed to do? Beget more light lightness, yes? And there's not gonna be a whack at the end. Yeah. You're not gonna sign over your whole estate to Zen Bit Slap. Yeah. We're not gonna make it a compound to start out cultish behaviors. <laughs> Nothing. It's just basically traveling lighter. Yeah. Oh, so fucking heavy. I got to decide, you know, which one to go Tuesday or Thursday. It's nice that there's Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. I know there's going to be a big bill somewhere. No, probably not. I don't have that much interest, really. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't have the interest to go through all the trouble trying to extract something from us. 
just I have no it doesn't there's no interest there whatsoever I feel totally taken care of why would I need you to do it <laughs> uh, you know it's that month again support Zen bin slap we got 30 days starting September 1st today okay <laughs> I just do it for the love of it, the lightness of it. I've gotten a huge amount of relief entertaining this idea. And I've seen a lot, yeah? And, and a lot that I, I've seen, there was open space beyond it and nothing, no other new answers showed up, yeah? In the last 20 something years. It's totally wide open. No new answer showed up. I think this is it, in a sense. Yeah? That's when the Kenny Loggins songs should start playing. This is it. Make no mistake who you are. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> All right, I'm rambling. I'll see you. Take over, Gary. Hmm. I don't see anyone hands, but I feel like I feel like calling. I want to. Al Al B Vegas always has something to say. What do you have to say, Al? Or is it just this picture there? Oh, oh, here he comes. No, it's really me. That's very kind to you, whoever picked me. I think it was Kerry. I'm very excited because now my car is going to go into the auto bay and get repaired. And I was I watched the man walk to the car with. Like I was one with the man and the swinging keys. I was so connected to it. Uh, Paul, thank you for your talks today included. My mind, since I got sober a long time ago, does not like to hear the solution from my mind. It's almost an aversion. Oh, did he giggle? I heard a giggle. Let me go to this screen. So I, I'm just looking at can't see Paul. Um, it it's, it's a, has a natural or unnatural inclination to repel any healing, helpful <laughs> properties. I know I'm a real one. Um, and I listen to you to get that crumb, to get that nutritious crumb, not, a, not an empty calorie crumb, a pearl, a, a turning point, a fulcrum. So I can flip over to the, you know, the aha moment side of the realization and you and you lay them out endlessly well endlessly innumerably i mean you're you're you have such a gift for this uh the ability i've had a few mentors that are able to articulate this program in a way where i can yum 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 i can eat it up a little bit i can eat it up and and enjoy it and 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 find relief that I'm not as bad as my mind wants me to think I am. You know, I can jump all day long. I like the yin yang symbol. I can jump out of the darkness into the light and then my mind sucks me back into the darkness and I am back in the light, I am back in the darkness and one doesn't exist without the other. And I can name some great authors and philosophers and so effing what, so effing what. I'm still here at the auto shop, excited for a man who's going to fix my tire sensors so one chime stops on the truck. 
just one chime. If I can stop one alarm from going off, I'm using it as a metaphor. If I can just stop one alarm from going off in my life. Ah, oh, that's one less alarm going off in my life. And I'm, I'm so, I'm so freaking grateful. I feel like, uh, like a mental patient. It's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest and, and one of the carriages, Martini, Martini is going to stop nagging me in one flew over the cuckoo's nest. And I only have to deal with RP McMurphy and the big Indian guy, you know, and I'm so grateful. I'm so happy. How was that? Did you get your, you, you picked me. Did you get your oh, dollars worth? You deliver. <laughs> <laughs> now, the mind in this thing would be Nurse Ratchet. <laughs> Here we Nurse go. Nurse Ratchet would be constantly giving you the mental prescription. <laughs> and yet you know better not to take it. Yes. Yes. Nice to see you, Al. Pleasure. Yeah. Those sensors are a big money maker. In all these cars, those sensors, they, a friend of ours had them, the sensor kept telling them there was no air in their tires, but there was. So <laughs> they kept stopping and trying to fill it more up. No, they were all filled. It was just this insane sensor went off and yeah, putting out false evidence. Yeah. And then what you got to do is pay $400 for someone to fix the sensor and nothing to do with the tire whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the sensor was playing God <laughs> and it had you stopping every fucking few miles, checking it, putting the hose on. <laughs> like a false positive it's a false po you know it's warning me of hey my it doesn't know how to tell me its battery is dead so it gives me erroneous information that's the issue yes i'm, I'm replacing all four of the sensors so they don't annoy me for exactly. a while nine years or until i the saw funny the truck thing was the sensors were to make things easier and now they're making things but harder I have sensors and alarms too. I know that there's not enough air, but they say, oh, that's a little too much. So we'll put sensors in that will tell you, but when they go bad, it's going to cost about 600 bucks. And here's the metaphor. I'm getting false positives and alarms on my sensors and they just keep going off. That's all they had to know how to do is give me false information because it knows I kind of, I kind of dig it. I get a little rush out of it. I get a little adrenaline. I get a little upset. I kind of dig it. A perverse thrill, they call it. Look at the smile on this guy. Uh, I like making you smile because you make me smile, man. It's so I really dig it. That's addiction in a way. Oh, yeah. A lot of, some of the great, painful, uh, fucking lunatic joys was the feel was the feeling of how bad you were. Yeah. I think we're miswired. Yeah. I did audio video for a while, and I oh, go to yeah. a guy's house, and the spe your speak your speakers are way too far apart. You have the right equipment. If we could just dial it all in here, you have the right equipment. It's just set up incorrectly. So let's correctly set up your product. Let's maximize what you have. 
get it to work I, properly I so you can enjoy it. Me everything's okay. <laughs> Fear, procrastination, no need, you're good, you'll live, you're, you've survived this long, why bother? It's just a litany of voices that barrage me. If I, if I give them an ear, if I maybe That's stop listening. The, the really, the real joy is when there's a hearing without listening. Yes. Ah, here we go. Yes. Hearing sir. is, is a, that's what's happening. It's part of our nature. Like when you're awake, you're awake. You hear things. <laughs> so the hearing, but the listening is something else. Yeah. And so we, the head, has trained us in a weird way to listen to it. Yeah. And by the listening, it gets its way. Yeah. Hearing it, you'll see the insanity of it. Listening to it, you think everyone else is insane. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. And the funny thing is, we can't change that volume or that mode of listening or hearing. Yes, we admit that we can't, and then it gets changed through this lifestyle. Yes, I think that's the whole spirit of recovery is an admitting that you can't stop listening to it. I change the station and it changes back. It changes back to KF radio. It changes back and I have to learn to not listen to it so intently. Maybe shut off the lyrics. I prefer jazz and classical because it allows my mind to uh, process in a different manner the, the notes of the music. The lyrics, uh, the lyrics mess me up, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that reverse country western so song you lose your talk girlfriend yes i have this my mind makes all these associations it, it, i can't stop it from making associations no. so when it doesn't have lyrics it's free to explore in a different way well here listen to all your golden oldies in japanese the effect will be different See, there goes Dow. All right. Very good. Thank you. Anyone else, Kerry? Uh, I don't see any hands, but uh, I do want to just check in with uh, Stefan. I hear what Stefan's got to say. Stefan, uh, having never left, where is he? Hey, everybody. Um. <laughs> There's nothing, uh, I don't think there's anything to say. It's just, <laughs> it's, um, there you go. <laughs> What's going on, Stefan? I would move on from there, Kerry. I <laughs> yeah. All right, I won't push it. Um, there's no hands, Paul, so I mean, what's a person to do? It's okay. We can just uh, say hello and goodbye for a, and take a long time. Hey, hey wait, this wait, is wait! Be the last one for a while, I think. You have to look at the. Uh, we're gonna have. We're going away, so there's gonna be a change in the schedule. So just look on the Zen Bitch Slap website under events. We'll go. We're gonna be doing some of these, but not every Thursday. 
Yeah, because the time is right in Italy. I can do these 1030 talks, but not the first week. I mean the second week. So just, I don't want to explain it. It'll get everyone confused. Just go to the website. We'll put it up there. Yeah. And there's not going to be any uh, Wednesday night ones for a while. And Tuesday afternoon ones won't happen for a while, but it's all up there. Yeah. Well, I wanted to let me share on a personal level. I'm very happy to to have met all of you uh, in this controlled environment. <laughs> but uh, it's provoked a lot of fondness in me, which is great. It's a great sense, yeah. And uh, and this has allowed the action figure to, to have a purpose in a way, yeah, which is quite good for it. It needs, uh, it needs to be used in, a, in an obvious way to get through. And so this, this does the trick. And um, yeah, just very happy for David who started these talks and everyone who's does all the service for them, for this opportunity to have a platform uh, just to put a simple invitation out, yeah, without much uh, debate or going over tons of stuff. Just, it's not, it's not setting up a, an against or for, it's just a, just a simple invitation from someone who's lived under uh, addiction and recovery and feel uh, a clear understanding is quite necessary, really, about what we're under. Yeah, because that which is giving, keeping us under will give us a lot of ideas and reasons about why we're under. But to get a clear recognition of the foreign activity, I feel, is, has been very profound in this life. Yeah. Once I saw it wasn't me, the possibility that I could be free from it became available. And right then, the next phase it told me in that little moment was I had been trying to be free as self for since I've been six years old or something. Yes. So it whacked me with the diagnosis. Yeah. It brought about the new possibility, and then it told me why that new possibility hadn't been available, and it was by the act of being identified as the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just that was that, and so hopefully we keep it that simple through these many, many presentations. And don't take our eye off the ball. You know, we're not about going over every sentence and everything. I just want to afford another possibility, another pair of glasses, yeah, looking at the exact same information, not changing it at all, just reading it differently. Yes? I do not believe self implies me. 
So when I read the book and I run into the word self, I don't believe it's me. Yeah. Or a me. I don't. I believe it's something foreign. Yeah. Like a pathogen or whatever. And that has really served this experience well. To have a clear defining uh, separation of that. Yes? Yeah. So that should have taken some time up. Eh? At, yeah. yeah. And in that time, a couple of people raised their hands, Paul. So I don't know if you want to ask. All right. Let's go. Yeah. Looks like uh, Annette, Annette, and then uh, Julie, Julie Green. All right. Go for it, Annette. Hi, everybody. Hi, Paul. Uh, I just wanted to uh, thank you and make a comment. Maybe you can expound upon. You said something that meant a lot to me, which was, you know, disappointments are preceded by expectations. And uh, so my, you know, uh, biologic birthday is tomorrow. And it got me thinking about how early on we learn to have expectations and when we don't get what we want, you know, we act out, whether it's your you know, your five-year-old self, where, you know, when you're a kid, you learn all these patterns. Anyway, I just wanted to thank you for that. And uh, see, all right. ask thank you, you. Thank you, I don't know, you started off all with right. that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, the, the point where I really like to look at is, yes, the head's going to have ex expectations, and it's going to leave it to a disappointment, but I love not to see it as my expectations and my disappointment. That's really the spirit of the message. It isn't about never having an expectation and never having, never disappointment, never arising. It's about there isn't a one who caused it or a one who's having it. Yeah. That singularity, that noun that sense of ownership, the sense of preceding everything, the sense of being the doer, no matter what is done and all this, that's is the target. Yeah. Yeah. So there is expectations. There's disappointments when they're my expectations. Yeah. And my disappointments, that's on a whole other different level. Yes. Like the, the amplitude, the, uh, the magnifyingness of it is completely different when it's preceded by my. That's what I, so basically in the head is going to be expectations and disappointments. The idea of not having an expectation is crazy. Thank you. Uh, some noise is coming through, Terry, because the head is living in time. You, yes, the head lives in what's not happening. So it's obviously going to have expectations and, and forecast about things are. We're not attempting to stop any of that. We're attempting to see you're not doing it and you are not being done to by it. Yes? There's a freedom, not by it stopping, but by seeing the role that you're implied to have is not that role. Yeah? That's it. That's the target. Just like in AA, they talk about the you're going to be restored to sanity concerning uh, the insanity that precedes the first drink. That's the statement. 
That's the impliedness, yeah? It's not insanity about over-shopping or shit like that. It's the insanity concerning that, that insanity that preceded the first string. That's the target, yeah? In this case, the target isn't, I live with no expectations and therefore no disappointments. Oh, great. If that, For most people, I don't see that possible. What I see is it's not your, you're not the one who has the expectations. The expectations are being laid on you, really, by the head. The head is constantly consigning you a role in a lot of fucking and it keeps doing it with the language and with the station we're listening to it has us portrayed as the one that's doing a lot of stuff and then it has the you shouldn't be doing it yes and it's just more and more selfing so we're just looking at Yes, there's expectations and dis disappointments, but there's no individual doer or or haver thereof. As, as supposedly Lord Buddha said, events happen, deeds are done, yet there's no individual doer thereof. Well, disappointments and expectations occur, but there's no individual doer thereof. Yeah, that's right. where the lightness is. It's, it's not a lightness that I never- It's fighting the impulse to claim. Hmm? Hmm? No, I lost it's, it. I it's 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 fighting. I guess the struggle is fighting the impulse to claim it. No, you don't claim it. The head claims it. You don't fight that impulse right. because it's not your impulse. You do not have an impulse to claim. There's a claiming, and then it tells you that you had the impulse. Yes. Get the horse in front of the cart, because if you keep seeing if the cart is constantly being put in front of the horse, you're not going to see anything. So you and I are not claiming this shit. We wouldn't be able to do anything if we were busy claiming everything. Yeah, it's a mechanical activity of the head. So life is brought about by conscious contact. We're alive and we experience this event through five sense gates, yes? What happens after that introduction to this thing called living, the mental state arises and claims it and uses it to tell a story that you somehow are a doer of all things or the thinker of all thoughts and the feeler of all feelings, yes? And it puts this basis down and just riffs all day. And it causes a lot of irritable, restless and discontent. And we don't go to the root of it. We just keep pruning the fucking trees. Yet it keeps producing the same fucking fruit. Yeah. Why? Because we're not seeing that we're in the act of being identified as that which is disappointing and expecting and expecting. Yeah. So we, we live out what it would be like if I was disappointed and I was the one that was expecting. We live that out. We are, it's almost like an imagining of it, yeah? And we live out that imagination of it. And there's a possibility of being free from it. Not after, but before.
there's a lot of ways to try to get relief after. A lot of ways. Tons of things. Harm reduction or whatever. What we're attempting to see is what's before, yeah? If we, if we are a spiritual condition, I would imagine it would outshine the mental, emotional, physical condition. I would, yeah? And so by seeing I'm not that which expects, I lose interest in that. And so when it's expecting, it's sort of funny, all right? Because then it's usually wrong. And you can have a few laughs, like, you know, I expected the store to be open. I didn't call it up. I didn't look at the internet. I drove there. It was closed. Yeah. Expectation disappointment <laughs> right there. And I had a damn good laugh about it. Or I made fun of my girlfriend and I blamed her in a good way. Yeah. And so we have a little joke and laugh and then hopefully we learn. And if we don't learn, we laugh again because it seems like we keep assuming shit expecting a result and it's not working. Yeah. Okay. Is it the end of the world? No. Now, if it was my expectation and my disappointment or in a different case, hers, yeah, which is another form of my projected on another her. Yeah. That's the big thing. See, the my isn't just my, the my is her. Yeah. <laughs> it's my and yours. <laughs> That's the duality of it. So there's my and then a projection yours. <laughs> so it was your fucking expectation that produced my result. Hatch <laughs> 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 a nice resentment. <laughs> Don't you want a little relief from it all? It's available, not after, but before. So you won't take it so seriously, yeah? Selfing is going to happen, yeah? The point is, what's going to happen is you're not going to take the selfing so seriously. There you go. It doesn't say there's not going to be any selfing ever again, yeah? Because it's not of you. You're not doing it. There's no volition. It's not something that you started and you can stop. It's mechanical, comes with the action figure. Yeah? Like the Course in Miracles says, the brain interprets to the body of which it is a part. Yeah? So the brain is interpreting something, let's say in a expectation result package. Yes? And it's interpreting to the body. So now you think you're the one who's expecting a result. Yeah? So you're bonded to self. Yes or no? Yeah. So where would the freedom be? Try to treat, you know, teach that old dog new tricks? No. You just start laughing at the old tricks because you're not taking self so seriously anymore. Yeah. That's the best you can get, basically, really. It's like, the, you know, the, the, the interpretation of life from the CNN point of view turns into the comedy central point of view. Yeah. It's easier to swallow. It's fun. It's hilarious, really. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. So.
But remember that my yours because yours is just like mine. Yes? There's gonna be some blame a coming. <laughs> Usually <laughs> you did this. <laughs> I'm not saying oh, we have to change everything. That's no, you don't. It's just to see it in a different light. Yeah. Yeah. That's the traveling lighter. It isn't like, oh, I was driving on, you know, cement roads. Now I'm driving on rose petal roads. No, there's going to still be cement roads. Yeah. But you'll travel lighter over it. You know, our role in things is pretty huge, yes? You have to admit this is a subjective experience. Yeah. So in other words, experiences, even though we believe they overwhelm us, they really don't because we gave them the meaning they have. Yeah? So you would call it dreaming in a way. A real place would impose its reality on you. Yeah? A world of appearance is based on the meaning something gives it. Yeah. So we're the we're we're the source of the meaning that's being given to things. We're the sub, we're having a subjective experience, yet the head has it tagged as an object is doing it. Yeah. So now this the subjective experience seen from an objective point of view is causing a lot of fucking disturbance. Because we believe things should be different because I'm the subject, yes? But the object keeps getting colds, you know, and everyone's fucking frustrated. I, I live perfectly and I keep getting sick and this dude's drinking scotch and smoking cigars and he's fucking as fit as a fiddle and he's 100 years old. I don't understand. Exactly. You don't. Yeah, we don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, well, it's not stopping anything. It's just seeing it, yeah? Yeah, I think light is the, is the great revealer, yeah? Not mental understanding, not mental tabulations and calculations, light. Light would be of awareness, yeah? We are aware, like it or not, yeah? And to me, that's the... That's the, that quality is what's brought about by this, hopefully this message, yeah? It's not like, okay, once you see it, we're gonna change it. No, I just have faith. Once you see it, something will happen, yeah? I do. We had it last night. Someone wanted to, never been there. So he was emphasizing he feels bitterness or something. And so another talk on another platform would have centered on that. All right, let's talk about bitterness, but see that I don't see that. I'd rather see who does, who, who is having the bitterness or who feels like the cause of it. That to me is, has much more value than let's get a little relief from bitterness. Yes. 
I'd much rather see, well, what role is that which is before the bitterness playing? The idea that it's you that feels bitter is playing the huge role in the bitterness. It's the you, yeah? So I don't like, this platform is great because I don't have to follow the ball of bitterness. I just keep my eye on that which is before, yeah? Yeah. All right, thanks. All right. Paul, I know we're running a little over, but uh, Julie has her hand up for a little while. Julie Green, yes, you got time? Or... All right, yeah. go Julie. Hi, I'm gonna be really quick. And my name is Julie. And I'm like an infant with this whole 12 step recovery thing. Like literally like I've been in the meetings now on Zoom for like three and a half weeks. And I came across your meeting and you set a bomb off in my head um, with bondage of self. I'd never heard that term before. And I am, I'm, I'm a total dope addict. I, I don't have, I don't even have one day clean, but I, I, I can't get that like bondage of self, bondage of self. Like it's like every day, like I think about it a thousand times. I was like, there's something there with that. There's something there with that. And I realized I'm so full of self that it's disgusting. It's gross. It's disgusting. And my question and my comment is, you know, I feel like the key to me, you know, having just one day of being clean or is, is, is learning to like, how do you die? How do, how do you die to that self? How do you put that self on the altar? You know, and I'm telling you, like, it is, yeah. it is like, I can't get that. It's like, you literally, I cannot give, it's like been my mantra every day is Julie bondage of self. And that, that's my, you know, and I, that, that's just kind of what I wanted to ask. And I really appreciate you. And um, I appreciate um, this platform and your meetings. Great. Well, my suggestion would to start working with a woman in the program and do, do one, two, and three, the step one, step two, and step three. So, uh, That's the mechanism. Yeah. The third step is a turning one's will and life over to the care of something else, making a decision. And because maybe right now you're finding that it's under something else's care, let's call it self. And it's, and you've seen what life, you've seen what self will do with a life that's given to it. And maybe you've had enough, which would be the first step. The second step is just an observation that something is doing for you what you can't do for yourself. Let's say you get another day sober, which you couldn't do before. So now you're sober, let's say today and tomorrow, two days, okay? Then you get introduced to the third step, which is, hey, let's make a decision to turn our will and life to that, which seems to be doing for me what I couldn't do for myself. I'm sober for two days. Let's make a decision to do that. And then the first thing you do after that is you, you jump into action and you get directed by someone you're trusting to start your fourth step. Yeah, which was looking, you can look at it as how self has defeated you in this life. Yes? Yes. And then, and then the person will help guide you through the working steps, which are four through nine. And in, the, in doing those working steps, it will bring life and understanding to the first three steps. And then you'll get established in sobriety, which is really cool. And then 
you have the 10 and 11 and 12 steps. The 10 and 11 are a maintenance step. So now you're in a new condition. So there you live a life that maintains that new condition. And then step 12 is our agenda. Yeah, that we all share, which is to be available to other people and to uh, practice these principles in all our affairs. And if you can't do that, limit your affairs. Yeah, for right now. And there you go. And then, uh, and then you'll meet someone and you'll take them through the steps. And this is how it works. Yeah, so, yeah, I feel. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So now you're getting the you're getting the. Uh, the illustrated version of step one, you're seeing all this shit. <laughs> now, may, instead of having the conclusion of the head, which is let's avoid this at all costs, you admit the truth of it. You're outmatched and you've lost the ability to control your using or thinking or drinking or whatever it is, yes? And you admit that and then You'll start doing what we do, go to meetings, Zooms, whatever, and maybe you'll stay sober for a few days and you'll observe that something has done for you what you couldn't do for yourself, which is to stay sober for a few days. You're now, so that's, that's the higher power demonstration. Then you make the third step and then get on with the work. Just makes, you know, get to, and it's, you're asking a woman to help you is a great help to the, for that woman. See, this is not a win-lose thing. Yeah, it's a win-win. People who help other people are better for it, usually. <laughs> so that's how I see it. So yes, welcome. And remember, this is not an AA meeting. Yeah, we don't uh, make sure you start going to the meetings, Zoom meetings, and get a, doesn't mean not go to this, but it's not, based as an AA meeting is. And then, um, yeah, get commitments and do what we do and you'll get what people have. Simple, Ed. Right, yeah. thank you for your, thank you for your time. I, I, I really appreciate it. Thank you for your, your feedback. Yeah, yeah, no problem, hon. Just, uh, and take it easy and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's done, hopefully. So you can you can breathe a sigh of relief. It may be done. Yes. Yeah. And uh, man, you what a what a, a new life is in store for you, really, when that monkey is taken off your back. It's uh, it's. Uh, I think we have a fault that we adapt too much because we've adapted to a very, very heavy uh, thing that has taken us over and it's time to stop adapting to it and fucking allow something to put an end to its reign, its tyrannical reign, yes? And there's many of us just like you that have gone through the process, yeah, yes. And we can tell you it works. Yeah, there is a solution. It works. <laughs> That's good news, I'd say. Because <laughs> your so. way sure doesn't work. <laughs> Absolutely, it does work. not. <laughs> it works, yeah. So just learn what it is, which is the program. And uh, and you'll come to realize it works. 
<laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Anyone else, Kerry? I think that's it, Paul. That's a nice note to leave on. Yes. This is just a circle, you know. Beginning of sobriety, going on and on. It's just great. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it's a very symbiotic thing. I need to carry the message. You need to hear it. I need to hear it. You need to carry it. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. It shifts. Sometimes you, you're holding the ball in the left hand and the right hand. It's, it goes both ways. Okay, thanks everyone. Uh, let me say goodbye. Stefan, on having never left, that was a lovely share. The no shares always get me, they're great. We got Hallie, nice to see you there. We got Gail from the Pink Cloud, very nice. We got uh, Alex, kinda, whatever. Okay, Alex and Jacob, kinda, whatever. Yeah. We got a new, nice to see you guys. We got William. It's always William, yeah. Mickey, the matriarch. Always a pleasure. Roman, I'll be seeing you this coming week, Roman, I hope. Or next week. Yeah, we'll we'll be there a week before. Wow. A giant white dog just showed up. Wow. Looking at the cat. <laughs> wow. Who knew? That's trippy. Uh, we've got Jeffrey, we got from Seattle, Nina, yes, Al, Vegas, Annette, thank you, Annette. Thing, yeah, The Thing, one of my favorite movies. Fantastic, yeah. The second one, the first one's great too. Uh, Emma, nice to uh, not see you, but know you're there. Bruce, as always, Christine in New Jersey, Amy, Seattle, Susanna, oh, day off, Owen in Berlin. Let's see who else is here. Oh, there's Amy. She's appearing. Nice to see you. Huh? Uh, Christine, Susanna, Oliver. I think that's it. Listen, um, Again, uh, we will be here actually next Tuesday. I think I, no, yeah. Do I leave on Tuesday or Wednesday? Well, follow the schedule. I what day is the seventh? Is that a Tuesday? Wednesday. Oh, so we'll have a Tuesday meeting, yeah. I leave on Wednesday, so 10.30 Tuesday. All right. And uh, I'll try to get this clear, the, the schedule, and send it to Mike. Yeah. So check back. If you've seen this schedule, there may be some revisions. <laughs> All right. 